Hello everybody, and welcome back to the 99.3x pre-LGM. So, Zoe is not going to be joining us today. I, I'm chewing gum, sorry. Um, sorry for the little, like, two-week or so hiatus. This is our first July episode. Um, I've recently been on vacation, and so he has been a little busy in her travels. Um, but I'm back with a special guest star. Woo! Maddie! Woo! <laughs> so, that's super exciting. What's up, everyone? Um, so this will be our second guest star on the show, so thank you for being here today. Absolutely no problem. So today's topic is going to be job experience. So, (laughs) so, you know, it could be fun. It could be terrible. Who knows? Um, so we're going to talk about that today. I guess we'll start off with the first question. What was your first job? That's a good question. <clears throat> well, my first job is kind of one of those things that, like, you know, you're getting ready for college, so you feel like you have to have at least some sort of job experience, like, on right. your on your record, other than just, like, babysitting, you know, which is what I had, you know, prior to that. But um, my first job was actually at a church, and I worked in a corn maze, which is literally it's just so funny. I don't know. Whenever I tell people now, they just, like, they giggle at it, but it was actually, it was pretty funny, but... Um, but yeah, so I worked at a corn maze, so I had, like, a few different jobs, I guess, throughout the maze or whatever. You had the tickets, um, the concession stand, which those were kind of together, um, the pumpkins, and then, like, corn maze, quote, security, and so that, you would just, like, walk around the maze or whatever and check to make sure everyone was okay. I think that was probably my favorite part, or the pumpkins, I t- to weigh the pumpkins or whatever that was pretty fun um and then we did like a halloween type thing or whatever so but that i only did for like three months though because it was like from what august till october probably but you know since we live in texas the corn kind of burned up so that was kind (laughs) of that was kind of sad but um but yeah so it was my first job what was yours um so i don't know i have like a first like unpaid job and then like I have like a first like guess real job and I call my first unpaid job real because it was like real life experience working with people and interacting I kind of in a customer service kind of way Mm -hmm. um so like my first unpaid gig was working at um the Houston SPCA and I can talk about that now because I've been disassociated with them for a while and I still love the SPCA that's where we adopted our dogs from Mm -hmm. um and they're they're a really great organization. They also run the Texas Wildlife Refuge as well, so you could have volunteered to do that as well. Hmm. And I volunteered. I only certified myself in large, I mean, small dogs, large dogs, and small mammals, which included birds mm-hmm. and reptiles. Um, I did try to get my certification in the cat room, but I was way too allergic <laughs> to to be in the cat room. Um, but I was basically, like, the person you talked to if you wanted to adopt an animal. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, you know, got all the dogs ready for adoption. And, and then I, you know, took dogs to rooms to meet with families. And I, you know, have all the information about the animal to tell people mm-hmm. about them. And then it's kind of your job, but kind of not your job. But your job is also kind of, like, peel your eyes out for these people that want to adopt these animals. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of tell like hey is this like the right fit for them like you know I fall in love with some of these dogs that I worked with it was like oh I want to take them home (laughs) like no family is perfect for them for me Mm -hmm. but like some people would be like extremely like creepy and weird and like low-key abusing yeah so you kind of just had to like to the supervisor be like I I just really get a bad vibe from them the supervisor makes the final decision Mm -hmm. but they really rely on you the person who gets to spend the most time with them really get the feel for the people and then usually if you have your suspicions they go in and ask more questions yeah so i adopted out a lot of dogs and i feel really great about that um 
But I wasn't paid for that. It was all volunteer, but it was great experience because I got to be on the front lines of customer service in a way. So mm-hmm. it was a really good experience in that. And then my first like real paying job was when I was 19, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked at a church school doing summer camp. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that was actually, that was really fun. And I did that yeah. for three years. Um, I just kind of haven't been asked to be back. I mean, I guess I could go back. I just, uh, I don't know. This other opportunities have have entered my way. And now that I'm about to graduate with my master's, I'm now moving into the next phase where it's like, I could work there again. I just have to get my feet wet with like what else I'm doing in life. But that was a really fun job. I mostly worked with like the younger elementary side Mm -hmm. um, of kids and they were like really great kids for the most part. And that was, it was really fun. Um, Like the worst things about that were probably, I don't know, maybe parents, but I didn't really get to handle with them a lot. It was mostly just with the kids. And then sometimes the people you would work with, like, I enjoyed everyone I worked with, but there was probably, like, one person (laughs) who was definitely should not have been working with children. And why I, you know, and I was working directly with this person. And I feel really awful that, you know, I mean, this person did eventually get fired, but for reasons I don't know about Mm -hmm. um, necessarily. Maybe I do know, but... You know, it wasn't, like, disclosed, like, hey, this person did this bad thing, and that's why they've been fired. Like, no one really discloses that, but you really know why they were Mm -hmm. fired. And, um, like, I saw signs of it early, and I should have caught it. But, you know, it's really intimidating talking to your boss about things when you could be wrong. Yeah. You don't want to make some wrong assumption. But then that person made a wrong assumption about me and accused me of doing something bad. Yeah. And it was like, okay, we're done. So now I'm going to have to tattletale on you, apparently. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you have to go and tell our boss that I did something wrong that wasn't even my fault. Yeah. That was, like, the only, like, one controversy at that job. Everything else was really great. I'd work back there again 10 out of 10. <laughs> Maybe 9 out of 10 because of that experience. <laughs> Maybe some other things. But, you know, that was that. That was my first job. Nice. Um, I guess we can talk about, I guess, where, where we currently work if we are currently employed. Go. Okay. So, I am currently employed, um, and I am working as a summer camp counselor currently, and in the fall, I will have my first wow, full no way. Time. That was, like, my first job. <laughs> Uh, I will have my first um, full-time job. I'll have a big girl job, finally. Um, So I'm excited for that. But currently, yeah, so I'm working as summer camp counselor. Um, When I first started, I definitely was like, oh, older kids, older kids, like all about the older kids. You know, I feel like I could relate with them more. But as I continued to work... Um, I realized how much more I liked the younger kids because the older ones, they, when they sometimes relate to you too much, then it's kind of like, where do I draw this line of like, you know, I'm older than you and like, I'm your authority and I'm like telling you what to do. And you know, you're just like, oh, you're only six years older than me. Like, I'm still going to be a brat to you or whatever. Like, where does that line get? you know drawn or whatever and I feel like a lot of times they just kind of like stepped over that line too many times so I ended up liking more uh working with the younger kids also because this past year I worked with some of the younger ones and um I don't know I guess like I don't know they're cute and they're really funny um to have like half the stuff they say is I'm like this stuff can't be made up because like I don't know. They're just crazy. They're weirdos. <laughs> Literally, they're weirdos. But no, yeah. There's a lot of weird stories with with kids. Right. Oh my gosh. So, but yeah, I would. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing now. Um, you know, this summer has been really hard. It's been a hard, hard, hard summer. So, um, I've been. I'm working on my master's as well in counseling. Um, so it's definitely good practice for sure. But, um, I've had a tough class this summer, and um. 
I don't know. And, you know, the other day, one of, one of the kids or whatever, um, we were heating up their food, and I brought back her food, and she goes, thank you, waiter. And <laughs> it's like it's like one of those things. It's like slapping the bang. I know. Oh, my gosh. But, and also, like, you guys listening may be like, oh, you know, like, that's kind of funny or whatever, or, oh, like, that's not that bad. But dealing with these kids day in and day out – and all you get is disrespect from them, and then hearing, thank you, waiter, oh my goodness, I was so mad. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, you better never call me that ever, ever again. I was like, that was so rude and disrespectful, and... And it's like, and you know where that behavior comes from, Right, too. like, exactly, and yeah. it was just like, I don't know, and it was just kind of like, like, I could see how she thought it was a joke, like, you know, we're just joking, but the fact that, like, Again, like I said, day in and day out, we deal with, like, I'm getting disrespected by a seven-year-old. Like, you know, yeah, like it's... That, that's not even allowed. I know. If that's happening, what's what's wrong? Right? Yeah. And what's like, wrong with the picture? I just know, like, if I were ever to have said anything like that to, like, my parents or any other, you know, authority figure in front of them, like, that who was, like, not actually, like, you know, a waiter or a waitress, like, saying me saying thank you to them you know, I would have got smacked across the face, like, you know, like, there's just, I don't right. know. There's, there's, like, a level of respect that children aren't getting today, and obviously they're learning this behavior from their parents, and maybe just society is trying to become, like, less strict because, you know, those parents had, you know, like, those millennial parents had strict boomer parents or whatever. They're trying yeah. not to be like that, but them trying not to have any authority is making these kids so disrespectful it's crazy i mean if i was seven years old and i put that disrespect towards someone like you said i i mean who knows what have happened probably a slap yeah. but you know not uh not like a hard slap that's gonna no. make me bleed or leave a mark but just like a whack on top of the head like hey you know like you know get your, better get your stuff together yeah. seriously that's incredibly rude and you don't talk to adults like that no not so. someone who's trying to help you so. yeah but yeah, so it's just been, it's, yeah, so it's been a rough summer, but I do, like, I do consistently love my job, and, you know, I went on vacation for, what, two days, and I was, like, you know, texting my coworkers, like, how's it going, like, how are the kids, like, you know, I was still worried and concerned about them, and I do love them, it's just, you know, it's sometimes just, it's a little too much, and, um, but yeah, but I'm I am excited for the school year because, like I said, I'll be an assistant um, this next coming year, and I'm really excited for that um, part because I'll be working with a different set of kids. But I still do know these kids, and they're really sweet, and I'm just excited about like all that I can learn um, through this next year. So, but yeah nice and honestly i forgot the question to like ask you what the question oh the you question know. was where do you currently work oh okay um, yeah what do you okay. Do now? <laughs> so i'm currently employed too but again i'm in a seasonal position it's kind of hard to work full-time while being in school mm -hmm. a little bit because i i tried to play that game i was a um full-time infant teacher at one point and i will get to that later um talking about <laughs> maybe one of the you know not fun experiences yeah. and I'll get to that in a minute. But where I currently work, uh, seasonal, again, like I said. Uh, so I'm a lifeguard, and I won't say what lifeguard company I work for, um, but I do lifeguard for our neighborhood pool. And, oh, my gosh, if our neighbors were actually listening to this podcast, God, they'd be so mad. But, you know, mm. because th they can't handle anything. Adults don't like being told what to do. But, you know, and especially by most lifeguards who are usually teenagers. And, you know, I'm not. I'm a, you know, a full-fledged adult being a lifeguard. The only reason I do it is for seasonal purposes. And then when I do get a, you know, full-time job, I'll still be out in the summer and need the seasonal job again. So lifeguarding is, like, what I wanted to do with it. Because I love being out in the sun. I love the water. And actually, most of the patrons are actually pretty nice, other than the, you know, the ones that try to ruin your day on purpose. Yeah. And I actually like all the kids I work with. Most of them are 15, 16 years old. Uh, but they're actually really cool kids to work with and actually take the job seriously. 
Um, so that's really good. And then some of them are closer to my age, like 18, 19. Mm. And, and then some are actually older than me um, mm. as well. But I haven't met those guards yet. I haven't really worked with them yet. But um, so it's nice to know that I'm not the only 20-something-year-old person that decided yeah. to be a lifeguard. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's just been an interesting experience. And I didn't like it at first because it was me and one other guy that were only employed at this one pool. And we were having to, well, it, I was. Because this guy was, you know, the other lifeguard that I was working with was... Uh, occupied in summer school which was fine but that meant that I had to work full-time every day six days a week yeah and I I really couldn't take it you know anymore and so our they had to raise the starting rate so that people would be more inclined to apply for the job mm -hmm. and it worked they increased our in starting pay by a lot and that makes me happier to know that when I go back to this job in the future, like, I'll be making substantial money in the summer yeah. as well. Um, because, I, you know, hourly I get paid more than what I did at, at, at all of my other jobs combined mm -hmm. for experience. And I had never been a lifeguard before. So, um, but it's, I mean, it's not that hard if you really, like, work at it, but I, I make it sound like it's really hard when I tell people what the training <laughs> process was, yeah. but it's hard, but not hard. You just have to be in the right mentality to do it, mm. um, and honestly, I really didn't do it for the pay. I did it because I'm trying to, like, change the status quo of lifeguards and how neighbors feel about them, yeah. because last year, we did have a bunch of crackheads probably being lifeguards. They brought mm -hmm. weed to the pool, alcohol, um, raves at, at the neighborhood pool where people were bringing in their young children and yeah. it was really inappropriate. So, you know, they already didn't like the lifeguards. So they were like, who's going to be guarding this year? More crackheads or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, no, actually two responsible one, you know, a high school graduate, one, uh, almost master's graduate. Yeah. So, you know, we're here to take things seriously. Mm -hmm. And now we have like, you know, a really great age range of kids doing it. And it's, it's actually, it's a really fun job. And the perks are great. Getting to be poolside is the biggest perk. I love being by the water. It's like the best thing ever. And I've gotten like 50 shades tanner than I normally <laughs> am. So that's nice to that's not feel sure. like a ghost anymore <laughs> after all of that. So I'm so sad she's tanner than me now. <laughs> But I'm starting to lose it some on my arm, so... But I'm trying to work back at back it. I went, I went on a one-week vacation from lifeguarding, <laughs> and I got less tan. I was like, oh my gosh, what happened? <laughs> Time to get back to work. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a pretty fun job, you know, mm -hmm. considering every, like, sour person that comes to the pool, there's, like, the nice woman that will buy you Chick-fil-A, you know? So it's... It's rewarding in its own way, yeah. and actually having to save lives is great. We did have one drowning incident, and we caught it right as it was happening, so nothing bad happened. Yeah. So the satisfaction of of that of that kid being saved feels really great to know, and nothing else terrible has happened. It's actually you know pretty chill, and you know when kids don't listen to you and they give you like backwards attitude, the parent is usually like listen to the lifeguard or whatever <laughs> so at least parents have our back in the situation yeah, that's because good. usually when you're in like a school or camp environment the parents yeah. are like totally not against you they hate you yeah. most of the time um whenever like you contradict whatever they think parenting is mm -hmm. <laughs> um but yeah so that's that i guess we'll move on to the you know another question what was a job that you had that was definitely you want to forget you know it wasn't the best experience and probably wouldn't do again that's kind of a tough one because like I said my first job was at the corn maze and that was kind of like I was in high school and so it wasn't like I don't know and maybe this is just like me being naive or whatever and like maybe I didn't put myself out there job wise too much in high school or whatever but I did have a good experience because I, I was working with the church so I got to you know meet like some new people some people I went to high school with so um and then like families and stuff I got to meet them too so I definitely I don't regret it at all um and then the job I hold currently I've had for 
the past six summers. So obviously I love this job and like I continue to go back to it. Um, I did actually have a job though um, when I was in college. I was a um, like a an RA type person or whatever. So I was like a like um, what do they call it? they call us? Uh, they call us community assistant assistants. We were CAs, um, and um, so I my sorry my university or whatever had a an off-campus apartment so um a lot of exchange students and um other students would live at our off-campus or whatever housing apartment complex or whatever and so I could either I was either going to be put at one of the dorms or in the uh off-campus apartment and so thankfully I was put the off campus apartment because I don't know how I could deal with freshmen like running in and out of the dorms. I think like my other fr- one of my good friends, um, she actually worked in the uh, dorms. And so she had like, she always had the best stories, but like me being the CA, I did not want to deal with any of that. I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't know what I would have done. Like, she told me the story. This guy was, like, I don't know. He was definitely drunk or something. But he was, like, running, and he ran into a glass window, and it shattered everywhere. And so, like, at that point, it's, like, like, uh, it surrounded their little student um, desks or whatever, like, their student study area or whatever. And so that, like, broke, like, the whole glass thing you know, luckily there was, like, a cop there or whatever, but, um, but at that point, like, how do you, like, you have to write that up then, you know, and you have to, like, talk to the kids, like, hey, like, don't do that, you know, (laughs) so I don't know, but it's just, like, I was, like, I was happy not to be in the dorm setting, um, but that crazy stuff happened. Yeah, yes. I lived in them, you know, not fun. No, so, um, but yeah, so anywho, so I worked at the apartment one, I worked at the front desk, um, I did, I worked really weird hours the first semester I worked there, I'd work from, like, 4.30 a.m. to, like, 6.30 a.m. Oh, God, not me. Which is very odd hours, like, so they never wanted you to work more than four hours, so they were divided into two-hour shifts, um, so sometimes I'd work like I'd work two thirty to six thirty, but mainly it was like four thirty to six thirty. Um, but you get paid more, and no one would ever come in, which is definitely what I liked because I was like I was always afraid I was gonna do something wrong or I wasn't gonna know how to do it right, like yeah. you know, because people get locked out, so you have to get them like access to a new card, and then you have to get them signed in and charge them and all this stuff. So I was like, oh gosh, so. Um, but yeah, so I, I was always, you know, nervous about that, but, um, but yeah, so I always worked early, 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 early morning, so I would do my homework and sit and watch TV, and no one would really bug me, and then by the second semester, that schedule just wiped me out so bad, so I was like, I had to fix it, I had to change it up a little bit. I still worked pretty late some evenings, and then others, um, I didn't, I just, like, I worked throughout the day, but... Even that job, I would say it wasn't, like, it wasn't the worst job. It just wasn't necessarily my favorite. But I liked my coworkers for the most part, except when they'd show up late. And then, you know, my my very, very, very first shift, um, you know, I had no idea what I was doing. But I worked at, I think, 2.30 maybe. And then I had no idea what I was going to do because... So I worked, what, 2.30 to 4.30, and then the person didn't show up at 4.30. So I had no idea what to do, so I stayed there till 6.30. I worked, like, six hours. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. Maybe it was 12.30 when I came in. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But I, like, had just stayed and stayed and stayed until, like, the next, next person came because I was, like, I wasn't sure what to do. And I was, like, I can't just, like, leave the desk, you know? Yeah. So, but other than people not showing up, like, it wasn't a bad job, so... I don't know. So, I would definitely say I don't regret any of them. However, oh, I forgot about one more job. I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed about this job because I worked there a day. Um, I worked four hours and then decided I could never go back. So, 
this job was also a job at my university. I was, so I was one of my roommates actually worked there and one of my good friends worked there, but it was at a call center. And so you had to call like alumni parents and like parents of, of kids that go there currently and you had to ask for donations and you know they were telling me oh it's like the easiest job ever like you can do homework like it's so easy like don't even worry about it like blah 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 so I get the job and I go for my very first shift I'm literally so nervous I'm like you know I've got to talk to all these people on the phone so the um talking people on the phone is like my worst nightmare (laughs) (laughs) but like I had to you have to ask like three times within your call with them so it's like you know ding 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 Jillian hi Jillian like you know my name is Maddie or whatever from you know the university I go to and um so we were wondering if you'd like to donate to XYZ and then you say oh no I don't want to because I can't because of XYZ like oh are you sure because our your donation would be really helpful so i have to ask you to donate basically three times like before you can hang up Uh, yeah essentially so i'm like so this is how annoying like those people poor people i know and they're like i already said no twice why are you asking me again exactly so i'm on the phone with this guy and he's like or guy he's a dad of someone who goes there and so i'm on the phone with him and of course it's like the sixth time he's gotten this call and he laughs at me like dead ass laughs at me and I'm like mortified I'm mortified he's like he's laughing on me like laughing at me through the phone and I'm sitting there like about to cry because he's laughing at me and when I tell you I've never sweat so much in my whole entire life oh my goodness so you know I said absolutely not never again I texted my boss the next day and was like I'm so sorry like this gave me too much anxiety I literally can't do this so I quit after a day so that is actually one job I will never ever ever do again I'm like the people if you're out there and this is your job and you do it and you can do it well like good for you I it's just it's not me I can't do it so yeah that like (laughs) reminds me on friends when Phoebe got a job at a call center (laughs) and the first person she called was like he was trying to commit suicide and it's like how would I deal with that on the phone if something like that was gonna happen like Luckily, Phoebe was very spiritual and got to him. But, like, you know, I would be so panicked. Like, I don't know how to handle a situation like that. But it was like, what what if? There are so many what ifs in that. So. Very true. Applaud the people that actually do that successfully and are not scared of anything. So. Um, I guess I'll go, well, you talked about campus jobs, and I I had a couple campus jobs, too, but they were, like, really good experiences, and I liked one more than the other, I Mm -hmm. guess, but I was a SI, which stands, stood for Supplemental Instructor, so I basically went in to the classroom that you were tutoring for, Mm -hmm. and you got notes from the professor, you got to do, you know... you worked it into the schedule so you could go to at least one of their classes. Mm-hmm. And then you take notes. And then three days out of the week, you would hold tutoring sessions. Um, <laughs> but it was basically like night school. I should have been paid a professor's salary. <laughs> I mean, I retaught the whole class. And I just did that out of my heart because these poor kids, like, mm-hmm. college biology is harder than you think it is. Um, absolutely. Um, There's no way. So, and I made an A. And, and, well, I made a B in the second semester of biology, but that's because mm-hmm. that professor had something out for me or something. But but I made an A in the first half of biology, and they were so impressed that I made an A. They were like, would you tutor oh, wow. in bio? Because you're, like, one of the only students that made an A in that class. And they actually label it at the university as one of the hardest natural sciences to take as a freshman because it's a freshman level course it's supposed to be on the easier side to help you adjust to college but no the first day of of freshman biology was this is the hardest class you will take (laughs) and it's like and it's not like i had to take like uh like vertebrate anatomy like that wasn't harder than just regular biology really i don't think so or genetics or whatever Yikes. Um, but that went really smooth. <laughs> Sorry, Maddie has uh, my chameleon karma out, and she is, like, falling asleep on her hand. It's really funny. 
It's funny because, like, I was trying so hard not to laugh because, like, Maddie's talking and she's holding karma and her eyes are pointing straight back at me. <laughs> like, her eyes are on backwards on the back of her head. It was really funny. Um, but I love tutoring. I always got a really good group of students and I felt like I made a difference and helped them make a better letter grade. I was supposed to guarantee them a better letter grade than what they would have gotten if they didn't come to tutoring. And mm -hmm. I basically did that and I felt really proud of myself. Nice. Um, and, and then, <laughs> and, um, and then I was a, uh, lab assistant or, uh, well, TA, I guess that, I don't know tech assistant i really forgot what it's called anyway <laughs> but i assisted in the labs and i did that for freshman biology too and that was really fun so i basically like walked around with the answer sheet to the labs that all everyone was doing and kind of just helped people out um which was great having the answer key because sometimes like i don't know the answer especially yeah. like how to convert centimeters into inches please don't ask me to do that that was like that was for me the hardest thing in biology was like the the, the conversion Conversions. things oh my god like what does that have to do with biology nothing numbers i hate numbers <laughs> you already know that from another um podcast so um but that went really smooth too i loved being in the lab especially on dissection days because it was just really fun and um Again, I got to hang with the same students that I was doing, like, the um, tutoring with. So that was always nice, too. And I worked with really great professors. I loved all, all of the science professors, really, except for that one biology teacher that just would not cut me the A. Because I made an A in every single, you know, class for my biology major. So anything that mm -hmm. had bio on it, I made an A on it. Except for when I had that one freaking professor. <laughs> but we're not so mad not at all no we're still mad <laughs> yeah um but yeah oh but about you know the worst you know ex job experience that i had that i'll never go back to i just say i will never go back to this company but i will definitely be an infant teacher again i would do that in a heartbeat mm -hmm. because i love those little babies they're the sweetest things ever. I don't care how many blowouts I get. It doesn't matter. I love babies. I don't think they're disgusting. I love babies. And um, and even the parents weren't, weren't that bad. They were pretty chill. I mean, if you're going to send a three-month-old to daycare, you better be trustworthy of the teachers and not, not worry 24-7 because there were some of those parents that would call like every five minutes. How's my baby doing? <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, chill. If you're that worried... Don't put your kid in daycare. Um, but the problem wasn't with the kids. The problem wasn't with the parents. It was half coworkers and half, like, my bosses. Yeah. And I will never work for this company ever again. And I won't name them because, you know, I, I don't want to do that to them. But they are a corporation. And they kind of deserve to be called out on it. Um, and even the franchise owner was a complete a-hole, yeah. too. So it was like, how could you possibly be running this business and with the experience that you have, but you're just a really terrible human being? Um, I had a really abusive coworker that would, like, constantly verbally abuse me on mm -hmm. a daily. And, like, she wouldn't even tell me her name or ask me what my name was. She yeah. just kind of came in here and bossed me around because it was my first time, like, working with infants but it wasn't my first time working with kids or being in a daycare setting yeah so it's like i had already been doing it for three years working with kids prior to having the daycare job mm -hmm. and um my first um teacher that i worked with she was great she ended up taking another job opportunity because she was the lead teacher in that classroom and was only getting paid nine dollars an hour to be a lead teacher wow. for like one-year-olds and it was like, that's ridiculous. I would leave that job right now. And she did. She got a better opportunity, and I hope she's doing well out there. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, I went into the lead teacher. But, you know, I was like, I'm not doing lead teacher duties until I get compensated because I don't get paid enough to do all the lead teacher duties and, do, and deal with this. Or I'm quitting too. So instead of that, they put me in like the youngest infant room possible, which is where I wanted to be in the first place. You don't always have to be on your feet on that job because none of the babies can walk yet. Some of them can't even crawl yet. So you're mostly just sitting on the floor with them doing tummy time or, you know, playing with them in a bouncer or changing mm -hmm. diapers or feeding them. That's not, that's not hard at all. 
Um, and that was great and everything. But I still had that one coworker that was a, verbally abusing me. And I told my boss, I said, I'm quitting right now unless she goes away. I don't want to work with her ever again. And if I am, if uh, you put me with her again, I'm not showing up to work ever again. Mm-hmm. I was that angry at her. Yeah. And she said, okay, it won't, it won't happen again. I'm, I'm sorry. And it happened again over and over. And I was really stupid cause I didn't quit the job. Yeah. I did it because I kind of just needed the money and whatever. And I was like, you know, and then it was, I, I talked to them again. I said, I'm I'm not doing this. I know I already threatened to quit, but I feel bad because y'all need the help. And I want these kids to have consistency. Yeah. I don't want to quit and have them have a new teacher because even though they're babies, they know when it's a new person. Yeah. And they don't like that change. They need consistency. That's all children need. So it's like then you need to transfer me out of that room completely because they put me in the, like, the young infant room temporarily, whatever. And they then they started putting me back in there. And it was like, why? Did you think I wasn't going to notice that you were going to put me back in there with her? Mm-hmm. And, ugh. And anyway, the boss was just completely terrible. She was just... Uh, I don't, I don't even know. It was so bad that I, I don't even remember anymore because I'm trying to forget. Right, yeah. <laughs> I would definitely be an infant teacher again, but not for that corporation. Not only for that location, but not for that corporation because I wouldn't even send my dog to daycare <laughs> and a daycare for humans mm. because of the way some of those coworkers of mine would treat those little cute babies. Yeah. It's, it, it was awful. I mean, one of them was, you know, left in a bouncer for hours. And, you know, that does horrible things to their leg development. Yeah. Horrible things. And it's like, you know... If I was that parent, I would start suing. So, gosh, if I could tell you what corporation was, start suing. <laughs> uh, because they, they, and you hear these horror stories, and I've seen some similar corporations actually get sued on TV, like that kinder care place mm-hmm. that got sued for leaving that three-year-old locked in the building. Yes, I saw that. Oh, so then... never again, not kinder care, and I didn't work for them, so I can say that out loud. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> it wasn't them, but it was a very similar corporation to them. Yeah. Now Karma is is getting adventurous over there. Yeah. <laughs> So, I will start with the next question. Um, so, what have any of your job experiences, how have they, like, helped you in, like, a real-life situation? Like, actually be really helpful to you? Are, are you starting? Are you going to start? I, I don't know. Do you want to answer that? Or oh, do you want yeah. me to go first so you know, like, how to answer it? Oh, or? no, no. Okay. okay, I know. Sorry, you were like, I'll start with this with the question, so I didn't know if you started. Oh, sorry, I'll, sorry. I'll, sorry. I'll, I'll start with another question. Oh, okay. <laughs> my bad. Okay, my bad. Okay, um, I would say definitely, um, I would say my apartment complex and the corn maze job, they help me with customer service, I guess, type responses, um... And I got, I don't know, I guess just like being flexible, different situations. And I guess so has like working for summer camp as well. Um, you know, cause like you have to be flexible with like the kids and stuff like that. Um, and that you can in turn teach them how to be flexible as well, because it won't be the same every day and it won't be, you know, things don't always go as planned. Like we can't always go outside. It's too hot. Like you know, they're just, you know, things you need to be flexible with. So I think that's definitely something. Um, and then also, like I, I mentioned earlier, um, I'm a, I am um, going for my master's in counseling and I specifically want to work with kids. And so each of, you know, my experiences with the kids um, during summer camp or whatever have helped me, um, I guess, you know, not necessarily practice techniques, but, like, they've, I don't know, I guess, like, helped me to get accustomed to a lot of different types of kids and, um, and, like, kinds of personalities and, and stuff like that, so, yeah, so I would say, I don't know, I guess just being, yeah, so, like, the, like I said, summer camp just being, um, I don't know, getting me prepared to work with a range of of different kids and stuff like that so 
Um, but yeah, so I feel like that's how like my jobs have helped me, you know, so far, I guess, into like my real life being, you know, my future career, I would say. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, because I I would kind of say the same thing about working with kids, you know, that prepares me in life for, you know, many different things. I do want children, so yes. now that I've seen and worked with children, it's like so this is how they're going to turn out. Huh? <laughs> um, but, and then I guess I, I've worked with kids of multiple ages just to try to get a feel for things because yeah. I, I, I think y'all already know I'm studying so, uh, secondary education so I can be a high school teacher. And I discovered that I liked the high school age after tutoring um, the college level. Because they were basically just out of high school when I was working with them. So I got kind of a interesting feel of what that age group is like. Yeah. And honestly, when I first took the tutoring job, I was still on a path to, like, vet school or med school. And I completely 360'd. I enjoyed the tutoring so much that I wanted to be in education. Yeah. So I think that tutoring job really helped me blossom into where I am now Mm -hmm. for one thing and two the other thing that I've learned from my jobs that have actually helped me in real life was first aid and CPR yes yeah um because before becoming a lifeguard when you work with kids you have to pass first aid CPR Mm -hmm. um so it really helped I took one through the school program and we did it together the first time and then the second time, I did it again through another school to get this to get recertified, because um, they I guess that school wasn't offering it again because I did it somewhere else. Interesting. But, um, but I learned so much and like how to react in like a really peril situation. Yeah. Because a really peril situation did happen, and I was so prepared for it. We were doing a motorcycle event, and I was chasing the back of the bikes with my car. And one of the bikes had tripped over one of the curbs on when merging onto the freeway <laughs> mm-hmm. and completely tumbled into the concrete and rolled out past the feeder road. Oh my gosh. Um, into the grass. And everyone's reaction was, he's dead. Because, I mean, the bikes, I mean, my car was going over 60 because we were, we were revving up to get, to merge onto the freeway. Mm-hmm. So they were going at least 50, 60 miles an hour when they completely, you know, 360'd and hit the pavement. And so everyone's reaction was, he's dead. And I don't want to go up to a dead body. But me, I whip the car over, <laughs> I jump out, and I run up to his body, and he's he's awake, he's alive, and he's, he's like, moaning and groaning because... You know, well, I don't know. If I like, wiped, if I wiped <laughs> off a bike, I'd probably be dead. Yeah. But he was like yelling in pain. But I was there standing next to him, and everyone else is just standing in the distance. Like all these tough biker people mm-hmm. are all standing off in the distance because they don't want to go near him if he's dead. Right. But I'm like, he's fine. He's alive. And um, like help. Hello? you know, and it's like someone needs to come over here. And and I was like, keep him stable. Keep him stable. Like you know, he just fell off a bike. Like he probably was you know, he had broken bones or something. I was like, don't move or internal bleeding of some sort. Don't move. Like someone keep him still. I'm going to call 911 because nobody else knew what to do. And I was actually on hold with 911. It was like, hi, you've reached Montgomery County 911. Please hold. And it was like, who holds for 911? Like, seriously, if this guy was actually like dead, I never had to perform any CPR of any sort because he was conscious and awake. Um, and his heart was racing fast if, like, I took and I did take his pulse. It was like, whoa, my God. Um, so he's definitely in adrenaline after mm-hmm. after that. But, and that's probably why he wasn't as badly hurt and her eyes are closing. Mm-hmm. Again. Oh, so cute. Um, but, like, I knew exactly what to do on the phone with 911. I answered everything calmly and clearly. They're really, you know, surprised about that. Because usually when people call when they're like, 911, it's like, <laughs> and and honestly, that's how I thought I would sound yeah. on 911 because I was scared too. This is somebody that I know and and is dear to me in this motorcycle group, so I feel really awful. Like, how would I? I think I would have reacted maybe differently if it was like my dad who wiped out or something. Yeah. I think it would have been a totally different story. But you know, but still, it is really scary. But I thank CPR from you know 
from working at summer camp or daycare because knowing knowing that stuff like helped save life and thank god he had no broken bones he was just road rash and bruised i mean total shock yeah and he was not wearing a helmet either oh gosh which you know scared every motorcyclist into wearing a helmet now you know like even though he didn't crack his head open he could have yeah you never know so that's what i have to thank for the job experiences that helped me in real life (laughs) um do you have any questions that you want to ask that we didn't cover i gotta think um I don't think I necessarily have a question. I rather have, I guess, maybe a comment. Um, I would just say, you know, if you're young and you're looking for a job and, uh, excuse me, and you think, you know, like this may not be the best job or, you know, it's not the most paying job or whatever, um, just take that experience and what you learn from, you know, whatever you do and just take it and, you know, you know, help, like, let it help you move forward because, like, we both mentioned, we both, like, have taken so much experience from each different job that we've had, even if it's, like, the same kind of, you know, experience we gathered from similar jobs or just different jobs. It's definitely helped us, I think, um, you know, for the future, for sure so just I don't know yeah get you know gain some experience and just use those to I guess motivate you for your future career um and if you know you're out looking for a job and can't find one yet just keep looking you got it um yeah life lessons I don't yeah, know. yeah because you don't get every job no. I I like I did apply for a job um because I wanted to teach swim lessons like for um for like toddlers and small children like learning how to swim for the first Mm -hmm. time not like you know novice swimmers that usually start around six or seven years old yeah um because technically as a lifeguard i can't i can teach swim lessons just not like under three years old Mm -hmm. um but i didn't get hired for the job and it was weird because they were using hiring words with me and then they send me an email saying it's just not the right time and i really think the reason why they didn't hire was just it, it was kind of in the midst of the pandemic, mm-hmm. and I don't think they could have afford, afforded to take on somebody else. Yeah. I don't think they realized how much money they were going to be out hiring, you know, new people. Yeah. When they were already kind of losing money in a way. So, yeah. um... And... Yeah, don't get discouraged. Yeah. And also, it may not be your time. I know, like, you know, for instance, my job at, at uh, the university I went to... I applied for that job actually a semester before I got it and that again you know pre-pandemic and you know they were like oh we don't have any space you know we're not really hiring right now and then before I went back for the fall for my senior year they had actually emailed me again and said hey like are you still interested in this position and I was like well yeah I mean of course like you know let's make some money you know so um but yeah you know it wasn't the right timing and I was glad because then I would have been out of job like during you know during COVID so um it worked out perfectly but but yeah I guess I don't yeah I don't have any other questions though I don't think yeah I guess some other advice would be um maybe consider a campus job like if you're in college or about to go into college consider a campus job because for one you're already on campus anyway Mm -hmm. it's just it makes it so much easier you don't have to go anywhere and Two, it just strengthens your relationship with the university. Yeah. You either get to know professors more or other students more that way. And I think it's really beneficial. And does it pay as much as, like, working at McDonald's? Probably not, but the experience is worth it more in a way. Unless yeah. you absolutely have to make money, then maybe I would consider working off campus. But if you don't need to work and you need something, it does keep you really active and yeah. helps build your relationship in the university. I got to know more people up in administration in the university, um, more, like, higher up than professors, and even get to know even the president of the university. I mean, granted, I went to a really small college, but still, getting those connections were really helpful, and that all stemmed from an on-campus job, so. Yeah, 
Definitely. And I know it can be like, you know, I didn't maybe need that type of person at my, you know, my campus <laughs> job, but, um, you never know. I mean, you never know, but, um, but yeah, I know it can be, I feel like a lot of things that deter, uh, like, I guess like turn people away from a campus job is that it can be embarrassing, which like I can understand, like, I oh that was the job I applied for that I didn't get was at the campus rec center and you know it's like honestly I'm kind of thankful because I think I'd be embarrassed however one of my good good friends she works at campus rec and absolutely loved it and seeing her interact with you know different people that would go to the gym or her different co-workers or whatever I was kind of like oh man I'm kind of jealous like I didn't get the job you know like who cares about being embarrassed like she's met so many people through her job and you know now she knows so many more people because of that so I don't know yeah don't be embarrassed just go for it and if you don't get it the first try or you don't get it at all keep trying and I don't know see what else is out there because you never know what you'll you'll get from from your experiences so yeah and if you have a bad experience with your job don't always assume to quit right away yes you need to learn how to work through problems especially as an adult in the work world like you can't have somebody you know you know save you or or call up and say hey you can't do this can't do that you know um you have to handle it yourself and sometimes there are certain toxic situations where it's like yes leave like if you're being like physically verbally or sexually harassed at work that is definitely means to quit immediately um but well yeah um but you know if you know you're having a tuffle with a co-worker try to work it out with them first Mm -hmm. before assuming to quit do something to help help your situation i did try to talk with the woman who was trying to verbally abuse me at work and I tried to get through with her. She didn't. And that's when I had to approach my boss about the situation. So you just have to learn. And it, it was a terrible experience. I probably would have quit. But, you know, I was like, mm, I got to learn how to do this. Because I do like this job. I like the kids. So I'm not going to let this woman ruin my time. Yeah. You know, so. So, yeah. Work through your problems and hopefully get to a solution. Don't always think about quitting firsthand. Yeah. And that's just about as much advice as we can get today. Yeah, definitely. So, like I say in every single video, I'm going to post a question to Spotify, so answer it. Even though no one answers it, just answer it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to post a question, and it's going to be, what was your first job? So, I want to know. And if you do happen to answer the questions, you will remain anonymous if you want to. And you'll get featured in the next episode. Um, so do that that's all i got do you have any more announcements no i don't think so thank you guys for having me on the show yes thank you maddie for joining us it's always great having another special guest star definitely well i hope to come back soon and you know give more i don't know weird advice weird thoughts weird (laughs) answers questions comments concerns and karma is officially asleep like big time like i've never seen this happen before i don't know either she just crawled up and now she's like sleeping i know like maddie had been holding her in her hand the whole time and then karma eventually started crawling up her arm and is now on her shoulder asleep like it's the cutest thing ever like i wish there was a camera right now you need to see this i had to like lay down though because i didn't want her to like be hanging on you know She'll. She has the grip of a champion, so you could be. You could be upside down, and she'd still (laughs) be on there. Well, if that's all, um, we will sign out with the outro. That is the same as the intro, (laughs) and that is the ninety nine point three X pre algae. Yeah, yeah.